I kind of want presidential debates to be like Wipeout or something, or like a game show where they get to answer the question, but instead of when their time's over, like now, and they just go, oh, your time's up, uh, your time's up, you're, 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 you're over your time, you're, no more time, and they're just, they keep talking, they just, the, the floor would open up, and they just fall <laughs> into a dunk tank. It's like, well, now your time's really up. <laughs> you get slimed and stuff when they don't answer properly. Dennis Leary's in the background, just yes, <laughs> filling a pool with Jello. They got a clown off to the side, stacking up cream pies. He's like, I can't wait to get him. Can't wait to get him. Sorry, it's, it's it's Nick Nolte in clown uh, makeup. Hastily put on. <laughs> He's just wearing the makeup. He's wearing his normal clothes. It's all, it's all flannel. He uh, comes shuffling out, holding a pie. Everyone's like, like, "Who is that guy?" He's like, "You didn't answer the question right." <laughs> he just slowly pushes it onto their face <laughs> oh my god it's not even pie it's feces <laughs> that's not true there's a bird in it too <laughs> you decided to come as a clown nick clown <laughs> clown makeup <laughs> it was blood well they say the movies are quite the talk of the town but I prefer two idiots to kinda dumb things down, so settle in and here we go, it's just two idiots radio. Hello everybody and welcome back, my name is Colin and with me as always is my co-host Robbie. Ahoy hoy. And we are just two idiots and this is our place to talk movies, TV shows, and FDA approved randomness. Thank you for being our idiot number three. Robbie, what are we talking about this week? Ooh. We are at the thrilling conclusion of a saga of things falling down. We began with Olympus has fallen and it can't get up. Yes. We skimmed right over London Bridge has fallen down. And today we're talking about Fallen Angel has fallen angel. So I'm looking (laughs) Starring Chris Angel. (laughs) He's very elderly in this movie. It features a lot of stares. Chris Angel has fallen. They're just like, where'd he go? And then they look down slightly, and he's on the ground. And they're like, oh. Should we call someone? Yeah, we should probably call 911, I guess. Uh, <laughs> yeah, this is a trilogy. Um, so we were, we were thinking about watching London Has Fallen. And but we didn't. I don't think it's on any... St- <laughs> yeah, we didn't. And that's all you need to know. No, it's like not on any streaming service. Um, no. I don't know why. Maybe because all of England has the rights to it. I don't know how that works. <laughs> Uh, it's got too many Union Jacks, so they claimed copyright uh, the, issues. The, the Union it. rose up. Yes. <laughs> damn it, Jack. <laughs> damn unions. Uh, so we decided, you know what? These movies are just works of art. Yes. Uh, and they're not going to stop us from watching it, Jack, in your unions. <laughs> so we decided we're just, you know, just going to go on to the third and final glorious act of this saga of art. Uh, that is Angela has fallen, and we'll kind of we'll, and we'll just fill in the gaps from there. Well, we haven't. I will uh, put out a disclaimer. We have not seen London has fallen. We have not. I haven't. I don't know what happens. I know it's in London, and it was a little bit higher, and now it's a little bit lower than it was <laughs> we, before. We can assume that there is a slow mo Union Jack flag made of <laughs> liquid chocolate just yeah. Yeah, falling down, probably from Big Ben. <laughs> Who knows? <laughs> uh, yeah, so the kind of the, the, the kind of synopsis of what we're going to try and do is we will talk about Angel Has Fallen, and then we've both kind of theorized what we think has happened 
in the previous movie based on what has happened in this movie. Yes. And we will give you guys a breakdown of what we think has happened in London Has Fallen. So stick around for that. It's like a train wreck, I feel like, what I wrote. and I, I assume know. there's literally a train wreck in yours. I mean, what oh, else I kinda, can we expect I kinda wish from now. the Fallen series? Yes. <laughs> that has to be like a next one. There's a train where it's just like a train has fallen. Just a random train. <laughs> I assume that the next one is going to be like Stallion has fallen and he's got to stop a gambling ring at the Kentucky Derby or something like that. They're like, what's another great American event? They're like, oh, we got horses. I don't know why. I just pictured because I pictured, I said trolley has <laughs> trolley has fallen, and then I, I pictured a, a movie called like Mister Rogers has fallen or something. <laughs> I don't know. Like ter- I don't know what that entails. I don't know if terrorists are taking over like the set of Mister Rogers' neighborhood or his whole neighborhood. <laughs> He's got a team. Gerard Butler has to team up with that one annoying cat. He's like, I don't know what that means. I don't speak cat. <laughs> You think that Mr. Rogers was assassinated and he comes up, you just hear, hello, neighbor. (laughs) (laughs) Right in the head. Um, Yeah, probably not that. Um, Yeah, this, uh, we're watching, we're watching this movie. It was a good time, I guess. Um, Oh, this isn't related to this movie. I was talking to a coworker today, though. uh, And she said she was watching a movie called Must Love Dogs. Oh, I've heard of it. You've Wait a minute. Do you know who's in that movie? We're getting there. Because uh, <laughs> she was talking to me. And she's like, you know, I was watching this movie the other day. And um, she's like, and it was fine. And, you know, it's kind of, I guess it's like a rom-com. Yeah. Or, or something. I don't know. I don't really watch too many uh, rom-comedy comedies. Rom-com-a-con-doms. Ooh, rom a com a I don't know what I'm saying. Having a stroke. <laughs> Having a stroke. All the rom a com I don't know what this is. Um, she said she was in it until the very moment that John Cusack appeared in the oh, movie. Boy. And she just went, and she goes, I don't know what it is. She goes, you guys are right. <laughs> but he was in the movie and I just, I, she said it ruined it for her. She had to, she stopped watching it. She stopped watching it as soon as John Cusack. She's like, I don't know. It's just something about his face. Like she would say things to him and she, he would just have this like blank look on his face. And so yeah, beady eyes, his and... little eyes, and his uh, Richard Nixon rubbery face. <laughs> I don't know if he has that in other movies besides The Butler, but <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna just apply it to everything. I assume. <laughs> yeah, I'm just gonna assume, rightly so, that he's just a melted Richard Nixon out of, made out of wax face. <laughs> well, I'm glad that we're having a positive effect on other people's movie viewing experiences. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I so... expect to see a surge in Nick Nolte fans over the next couple of years. <laughs> Oh, of course. Um, <laughs> I'm one of them. Um, but yeah, I was like, wow, you know, I haven't talked about, we haven't talked about uh, John Cusack in a while, which, you know, good, good riddance. But, good. <laughs> um, you know, if there's one thing I think people can take from this podcast is an awareness of, you know, what to avoid yeah. uh, hey, in, in life. He's out there. He's still making movies. I don't know what kind of steps we need to take in this process, but he's still there. Let's have a moment of silence for any movie viewers that are um, watching a John Cusack movie at this moment. Your prayers, our our prayers are with you. (laughs) 
Your prayers is what you. Your started. prayers are with us. Your prayers are useless because you are stuck <laughs> in a John Cusack movie. <laughs> your prayers cannot save you from the Cusack. <laughs> he just turns and looks at the camera and goes, "Where's your God now?" <laughs> that was my best John Cusack. That's as good. No as one knows about. what he sounds like because I haven't. I don't bother watching his movies. <laughs> Oh. I stopped after 2012. Where it's like, <laughs> just end the world already. <laughs> really, he's the peak of humanity. He's the one that survives. <laughs> it's his fault. This is why it happened. There's an end credit scene where they just throw him off that arc at the end. <laughs> They're just tired of it. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, well, maybe he's alive. And you hear a tune as it hits one of the propellers on the way. Like, oh. Oh, oh, good. He hit one of the propellers. <laughs> Captain starts backing it up. <laughs> it takes i feel like it would take an awful lot to put that boat in reverse but damn it that captain he's working on it yeah he's like it'll take us an hour to get going straight again but damn it we're backing this baby up we gotta make sure that he doesn't come back it's worse than all the volcanoes and earthquakes and tornadoes and i don't know why this is quick strike from transformers <laughs> What's a world without John Cusack? It's oh, better. Yeah, I was like, a world I'd like to see. <laughs> and then for no reason at all, he shoves another Transformer up another Transformer's ass. Because <laughs> that's, uh, he's all got, we've all got hobbies. <laughs> that would be my signature move if I was a Transformer. You've got like Optimus Prime with his big ass sword. You got Megatron who, you know, turns into a gun. Me, it's like, watch out for him. He just shoves Autobots up other Autobots' ass. It's, yeah, it's he's something fun. else. He doesn't even kill him. He just shoves him up there and leaves him. <laughs> Which is actually worse. It's kind of like pulling the wings off a fly, except the fly eventually gets to die. That's just two rammed together. One of them screaming, just muffled. Wish they'd die. Yeah. <laughs> I can't. I can't hear your screams. <laughs> it's muffled by his ass. <laughs> oh. Well, on Speaking that note, muffled yes. screams and asses. <laughs> this movie i'm assuming um, yeah. <laughs> uh yeah so the third installment in uh the has fallen uh franchise whatever you want to call it yeah um, scottish diehard three <laughs> <laughs> how banning got his groove back <laughs> banning's technicolor dream coat i don't know if it's not even related um yeah, this is quite a thrill ride. Oh, indeed. Uh, I think I liked this one better than the first one. And uh, I just did some uh, some last-minute research, as I'm known to do. Oh. And uh, they're different directors for all three movies. So I don't... Really? Uh, it's interesting, because that first one was that Anthony Antoine Fuqua. Pardon my French. Watch your language. Yeah, uh... <laughs> And I don't remember who the, the other guy was because I haven't. I didn't bother looking up anything about that movie. Uh, uh, it was Jonathan probably the, Chitois. It was Un, Jack Union um, <laughs> or the Queen. I'm not sure. I think she directed it. I'm not really I sure said how. Cut. <laughs> I'm not really sure how things work over there. I'm. A, it's weird. Uh, <laughs> I want you to drop that flag again, and damn it, if it doesn't look like liquid <laughs> chocolate, I won't accept it. She's just throwing hot tea in people's faces. <laughs> I said I wanted actors, not rabid raccoons. I don't know why. I don't know what this is. Don't you know how to operate a boon mic? 
You're like as this. bad as John Cusack. <laughs> Dear God. <laughs> and then if they ever lose the little fluffy things off the boom mics, they can just grab a spare one from the soldiers' heads. <laughs> That uh, are outside Buckingham Palace or wherever. <laughs> I don't know what they do. I mean, are they that threatening? I don't think they are. Like, what are you gonna chase me with your big hat? The hat is intimidating. It's like, what's under there? Yeah, true. Maybe they have another AK-47 under that thing. Or like, <laughs> is it just ammo? Or it's just a, a belt, ammo belt, spiraled up like a coiled snake. <laughs> it comes down their back. It's like Jesse Ventura and Predator. <laughs> Ain't got time to bleed. <laughs> I'll tell you what's under this helmet. <laughs> a can of whoop ass. It's going to turn out that they're not even real people. They're just statues. And she's like, I've been scaring you all along. I it's am like... unprotected. <laughs> okay, uh, that's better for I us. Sh- I should have <laughs> told them that. Oh, fiddly dee. Boom, Mike boy, protect me. Queen, Queen Elizabeth away. <laughs> Rides an umbrella away. I was just going to say Mary Poppins. I don't Mary know if she's Mary <laughs> I don't know how England works. Okay, sorry. <laughs> she um, puts in a giant tea kettle. <laughs> then an airplane flies by. Uh, <laughs> this, is a lot of, this is a very morbid episode so far. I don't know. It is. I don't, I don't wish harm on people. That's just how it goes. I didn't expect it to get so political, but tea kettles. Oof. Tea kettles, man. It brings out the worst in people. <laughs> uh, speaking of bringing out the worst in people, this movie. Um <laughs> What did you think? Do you have a good time watching this? Just, just a real, a real general take. I mean, I honestly enjoyed Olympus Has Fallen better than Chris it Angel was... Has Fallen, but it, it was all right. It was okay. They, you, would they you call it magical? Mm, magical? No, it was. I would call it big and bad, but I wouldn't call it Beetleborg. <laughs> <laughs> Very what, good. What about you? What do you think of it overall as a film? Despite it being part of the Fallen series. Yeah, that's hard to get away from. Um, so I thought, and again, I still don't know what happened in the, the third or the second Has Fallen. Oh, yes, we do. We just have to share. Well, that's true. I know what happens in my much better version of the Has Fallen <laughs> London, whatever the hell. Um, so I thought maybe there would be some plot points that I missed out on. But I really don't think they tie together whatsoever. I think it's just no. Gerard Butler goes to this location and then everything blows up. And it's like, stop letting him in places. <laughs> just stop letting him go places. Stop hiring him. Stop. Just don't even be around him. Yeah, Maybe just send him to jail. It's no wonder that a... Aaron Eckhart isn't president anymore. There, there have been <laughs> never been any more threatening stances against a president in U.S. history. Aaron Eckhart's like a pretty decent guy, but he's like, I'm going to hire Gerard Butler. And everyone's like, we should probably kill that president. Why? I don't know. Try Send everything you got. Yeah, every country in the world is sending somebody to kill him. Yeah, really. <laughs> and, like, not even a little, like a lot. Like, <laughs> the the most technologically advanced things that we've ever conceived. Yeah, like, they're like, what, you know drones? Yeah. What if they're faster? And, like, 5,000 of them. And also razor sharp. Anything they else? Up. They explode. Like, really big. <laughs> oh, and they big. have face recognition. They can recognize yeah. targets and kill them. <laughs> There's, like, a billion of them. And they, they're just like, they, they blow, again, they blow up, but they blow up really big, really big explosions. These are gigantic explosions. These are gigantic explosions. Everybody knows it. You know it. I know it. He's a great nerd. It's great. It's true. Uh, yeah. Um, it was okay. There's something in this movie that comes about halfway through that, that bolstered my, uh, 
attention span. We'll get to that. I know what you're talking about. I'm giddy. Uh, <laughs> I can't wait. Uh, it's coming out. <laughs> it's like the Hulk. Um, oh, my God. Yeah. I, I mean, it's, again, it's like a cliche action movie. Like, there were, they yeah. tried to make it kind of like twisty, turny, um, like oh i bet you can't i bet you won't find out who's behind this like oh my gosh but i called like every single like plot twist yeah. in this movie with a lot of time left like, like as soon as the 30 days of night guy showed up and he's like we're buddies i'm like and he is going to screw him over later on in oh, some yeah. way yeah he like, he like has his old army buddy who has like a military contract or something whatever he does he yeah it, it's fairly obvious that like oh he's involved um uh, side note he plays did you ever watch wonder woman uh, I have not seen Wonder Woman yet. There's pretty, no reason behind good. it. I'm just pretty, lazy. Pretty good. Uh, I've heard very good things about it. I'd like to. He he plays one of the villains. It's like General Ludendorff or whatever. Hey. And I was like, that's where I know that guy from. I recognize him. And then he was a villain again. 30 Days of Night, where he was also the head villain. But that doesn't make any sense, Robbie. It says days. And then it All says right. nights. Those are the opposite things. One has the sun, and then one has the moon. The tides go in and they go out. How do you explain that? You can't. Well, then you're going to hate very the sequel. Political. Why? <laughs> you're going to hate the sequel. 30, day, 30 die another days of night. <laughs> <laughs> Again, forever. <laughs> Bond. <laughs> um, yeah, it was like called that. Um, and then what What else happened? Yeah, Tim Blake Nelson opened his mouth and I'm yes. like, he's going to be a bad guy. I'm like, it looks like he's got he... something evil in him already. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That his head was juggly, <laughs> yes, that's just moving around, or I'm like, that seems odd. <laughs> yeah, per- at first I was like, oh, it's Mr. Blue from Incredible Hulk. And then he just kind of, maybe he's a good enough actor where I was just like, he seems shady. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Basically, yeah, I was like, anybody who I recognized, I was like, he's a bad guy. I did the same thing with uh, Lance Reddick. Yes. But he kind of proved me wrong. Yeah, I know him from Lost and also, whatever, uh, Fringe. Two frustrating jj abrams sci-fi shows uh, uh, i know but... him from clips of the eric andre show <laughs> oh yeah i did see that too he's very intense in that where he punches the desk yeah the desk i was like damn that guy's huge and terrifying <laughs> he's a very tall very thin but intimidating man <laughs> it's like if a steel rod was a person <laughs> oh, you want to get beaten by a steel rod no god no <laughs> that's like his Either his male stripper name or like his fighter name, Steel Rod. Hey, I'm Steel Rod. I don't know. I gotta go. To pay you or fight you. <laughs> Steel Rod versus Ron Perlman. Who uh, who would win? Ooh, you got Ron Perlman. <laughs> Steel Rod. One of Ron Perlman's weapons is Ted Cruz. Ooh, like a bat. The hatred that Ron Perlman has for but, Ted Cruz, I can imagine a mighty bludgeoning. Steel Rod's weapon is a steel rod. in this corner the easter island monster ron perlman wielding would you stop calling me that (laughs) and in this corner wielding a steel rod steel rod (laughs) there's like four people clapping (laughs) because I bet you don't know what I'm going to do. I'm going to hit you with a steel rod. Yeah, I gathered <laughs> that much. Stop calling me that. <laughs> Happy Easter to me. 
That's my, that's my Lance. That's my Lance Reddick. Uh, is that his name? Lance uh, Reddick. Yes, Lance Reddick. Yes, uh, that's my Lance Reddick impersonation. It's there. A little <laughs> bit of it there. Not very good though. I, I don't know enough of him to do to tackle the old impersonation. He was in like a Funny or Die skit where he was like a boss, and it was very intense. Also, and yes! I was like. Yes, you sent me that, and it's it's hard to laugh at because he's such a good actor, but it's also very funny, and it's like, I don't know what to do. He just, like, stares at you. I'm like, I'm sorry, sir. <laughs> sorry, please don't beat me with a steel rod. <laughs> he's like, what did you ask Mr. for? Mr. Rod. Yeah. <laughs> do you know who I am? <laughs> he's, steel he's very, rod. Very much so enunciates what he says, which makes it all the more it's intimidating. True. Yeah, where it's like, you have a very good command of grammar. Please don't hurt, hurt me. <laughs> Uh, yeah, Lance yes. Reddick, he was a nice addition. I, I wonder if he makes an appearance in London Bridge Has Fallen Down or if this is yeah, his, his debut in, in The There's a lot Fallen. of questions because I forgot, like, where characters – like, I, I didn't remember – like, do you remember what uh, Morgan Freeman's character, like, was in the first movie? Like, what position he had? Because it uh, wasn't, like, vice president, was it, or was it? No, he was, like, a speaker, house speaker. Yeah. Uh, did, did the vice a president Bose, get killed or something? Speaker. Because the vice president was killed or something, uh, and Aaron Eckhart, Aaron Eggcart was yes, Eggcarton, Eggcarton was a hostage. Yeah, I know that because they were in the the bunker. I don't know. Did they even? I don't know. I really don't remember. My brain has stopped. I was trying to think of that during the movie, and I was like, oh, I don't remember anything about that My previous movie. My brain just refused the first movie. <laughs> we like, didn't nope. see that. I'm like, I think I did. This is familiar. And it's like, shut up, and I'll give you some endorphins. <laughs> yeah, it's like when you're trying to put a dollar bill into a Coke machine, and it just keeps popping it back out. <laughs> My brain your, memory, just... your memory of that movie has a little corner folded over. Just, <laughs> it just won't take it. Not mine. Mine is like a guy standing there, and he's like, hey, 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 we could think about that movie, or... We could go get some potato chips. I'm like, I've got jalapeno You're already, ones. On, and he's you're like, already yes, on the way you there. Do. It's like a drill sergeant who talks to me like a child, though. He's like, hey, buddy, why don't you go get a snack? Forget about it's, that movie. I'm like, yes, it's just sir. calm. It's just calm Lance Reddick that's talking about <laughs> my brain. Just why don't you go get another potato chip? <laughs> I'm like, yes, sir. Can, Please can, don't beat me with a steel rod again. Can I get some dip, too? <laughs> yes, you can have some dip. Uh, uh yeah who else who else is in this movie um, oh, i feel like i'm forgetting somebody somebody important oh piper hmm. paraboo she was in it you made that up again <laughs> it was it's it wasn't this is a cousin to whatever her name is uh the ch pounder cch pounder cch pounder and piper paraboo in conjunction with Polly shore and a stapler well, that's uh, that's not Polly Shore. That's what's his name from Demolition Man. Rob uh, Schneider. Rob Schneider. There Rob Schneider is a carrot. <laughs> Rob Schneider is a stapler. <laughs> he could play uh, stapler legs in the um, buddy cop movie of stapler legs and coffee mug face Co- or whatever. Coffee mug head. Ju- yeah. Mug head. Mug head. <laughs> yeah, the Piper Parabu or Parab Parab. I've never heard she, it. Who who was this person? The who, did she, who did she play? His, his oh. pet parrot. No, that's his wife. I thought that was Gilbert Gottfried. <laughs> I watch out for those terrorists. <laughs> I think he's over there with that ch- <laughs> that ear-shattering chalkboard-scratching <laughs> voice is coming from. 
If only we could hear him walking around, but all I can hear is the sound of a bunch of nuts and bolts in a blender. <laughs> hey, that's me! It almost <laughs> sounds like talking. <laughs> but not quite. Except worse. So she, so she played the the wife? Yeah, the what, wife. Has she been in anything that I uh, should know? Or? I, I only knew her from Coyote Ugly. Mm. It's a movie about a bunch of really ugly coyotes. <laughs> You're like, good God. It's, what it's, is I can't even it's look. narrated by a caveman. He just sits there going, coyote, ugly. You're like, kitty cat, not ugly. <laughs> but coyote, <laughs> ugly. It's just holding them up to the camera really close. <laughs> coyote, ugly. <laughs> kitty cat, not ugly. You're like, oh, fire, hot. Yeah, okay. <laughs> You've said that four times already. <laughs> You're also standing in it. <laughs> yeah, how did point... we? How did we get this far? <laughs> yeah, you point at the sun every time you say "fire hot." <laughs> <laughs> you're not pointing at the fire that you're standing in, <laughs> which should technically be hotter <laughs> at the moment. I don't understand how you don't put those pieces together. Whatever, we're all doomed. Um, Coyote ugly though, huh? Yeah. So haven't seen it. It's it's. It's pretty good. It's not hmm. pretty good. It's basically was like a '90s excuse. To pretty, pretty good. Women. Not ugly. It's ugly. Good. <laughs> hmm. Good stuff. But I feel like we're forgetting somebody. <laughs> this is the only reason. Good at why. me. <laughs> How could you forget about the best one? You go. You just watch me go. <laughs> uh, of course, we're talking about the immortal. Like, literally immortal. It's not like a term yeah. of endearment. Like, this guy won't die. Nick Nolte. Him and Ron Perlman, yes. <laughs> uh, yeah. I did not plan... We did not plan this at all. No, I had no all. clue that Nick Nolte was in this movie, I swear. I swear to you on my life, no in idea. In fact, what happened was we wanted to watch London Bridge Has Fallen Down, but when we went to find it, we're like, it's not anywhere, but Angel has fallen us out, so we might as well just, you know, watch that instead. This was just the perfect bonus to have what Nick Nolte. What are the in odds? It. Yeah, what are the odds? <laughs> I know, that, that was just great. random movie we pick has Nick Nolte in it again. <laughs> what was when... great about his appearance? So he plays um, Gerard Butler slash Mike Banding, Banding, Banning, Banning's Banning. father, uh, father that's like been out of the picture forever. You know, living in yeah. the woods. They <laughs> they didn't write that in. It was just Nick Nolte, and then they <laughs> they didn't want to like fight him for it, and so they just. All right, okay, Mr. Nolte, yes, we can use your cabin. Um, in fact, his first line of dialogue wasn't even in the script. That was actually them stumbling upon his, his site. <laughs> How did you find me? <laughs> I, so I was, my attention span was starting to dwindle at that point. Oh, yes. I remember, and I was like, yeah, this is okay. And then something miraculous happened. It was like a, <laughs> a shining ray of light hitting me and warming my face. And who but could it be? Yes, but Nick Nolte and I. Oh. What did I say? Um, oh my gosh! Yeah, I just went. Holy <laughs> shit, Nick Nolte! <laughs> so when he's like screaming up, in my apartment by myself. See, Shauna like had stumbled in the room and was like, "What are you watching?" I'm like, "Angel has fallen," and she's like, "Isn't there another one in there?" I was like, "Yeah, I think so," but we're not watching it. I was like, "I'll tell you what we're doing later on." I was like, "I just gotta." finish this movie and like 10 minutes pass and i just he shows up how the f- you find me and i go no f-ing way <laughs> oh, whoa whoa who is that and i was like that's nick nolte she goes i don't know who that is and i was like that's the guy that like we always talk about nick that i have spoken she's like oh my god that guy <laughs> <laughs> oh my god in 
And like, again, my attention span went through the roof after that. I was oh, yeah. just on the edge of my seat, just like, what is he going to say next? <laughs> Honestly, and, he was great in that movie. He was. He plays he was a good awesome. uh, former nom veteran, uh, you know, distant dad <laughs> to an army guy, whatever the hell he is. Yeah. I mean, um, the 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 um, kind of I don't want to say crazy because that sounds derogatory. The the mental issues, you know, the distrust for the government. He plays that so oh, well, yeah. but then the emotional side of things. Look at all they've done. Look at you, you. Tommy. <laughs> he likes a good rant against the government. Oh, he does. Nick Nolte. He really does. <laughs> Again, they didn't. They didn't even script that. I love that they didn't when... script any of it. They were actually had actual actors on set, and then he blew them all up. <laughs> explosives that he had planted. I do love so it when many explosives. Gerard Butler gets one of the guys' phones, and he calls like the head bad guy, and Nick Nolte just goes screaming over. He's like, "You tell him that if he says more." <laughs> he's like, "Shut up! Shut up! Shut up!" <laughs> um. I have expected like a, a news uh, headline to pop up after that scene where they, he blows up all the people in the forest. And it's just like, in local news, crazy old hobo blows up all of West Virginia. <laughs> <laughs> More at 11. He really did. He like so many explosives. <laughs> and he, that's like, what took out started. an entire battalion. Yeah. And, and like had more to spare. Because they're just like, pull oh, that. <laughs> He's like, pull that rope over there. He's like, where? He's like, I got a fucking leave. <laughs> <laughs> God, I was dying. Everything dying. he said was the best. I loved it. I love it. Okay. There's going to be a lot of bleeping out in this. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. But, he's, but Gerard's like, now they know where we are. And he's like, God, fuck <laughs> <laughs> Yes, that part. That killed me because instantly, as soon as he says it, that's when he sets off another charge. <laughs> yeah, fuck <'em. laughs> God, I thought there was another one I, I wrote down, but I don't think I could. I don't think I did. Okay, I've got it. Did you, you saw the post credit scene, right? Yes. Easily has to be one of the best like mid credit scenes that has ever existed in movies. Yes. I was almost on the floor, <laughs> so laughing. First of all, uh, I gotta say, shirtless Nick Nolte is not as horrifying as I anticipated it being. Well, he was a uh, you know, hey, fun fact: Nick Nolte, I think, was like People magazines or whatever the magazine that does it. <laughs> Sexiest yeah. man alive in 1938. Uh, <laughs> no, it was like in the 80s, I think. Yeah, he was. A, like, you know, he's a very he was a very uh, strong looking looking dude. You know, yeah, real it's a... man's man. And then he smoked eighty thousand cigarettes and, <laughs> and uh, lived on the street for a few decades. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's what you get. He's like the streets have not been kind to me. <laughs> but no, so that that was a surprise. Like. I, it actually showed it, and I was like, oh, holy crap, that's not nearly as bad as I thought it would be. And second of all, <laughs> when they're in the actual chamber, and the lights go out, and he goes, no fucking way! <laughs> Turn the lights on! And then it goes silent, and he goes, all right, I'm going to pee in here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That had me rolling. We were both dying at that part. That was the best. It was like, it reminded me of the scene from The Simpsons where in there, it was like, ooh, ee, ooh, ah, ah, ching, ching, what about a bing, bing? <laughs> <laughs> They both just freak out when they turn out the lights. Oh, that's great. <laughs> oh yes. That I would watch more. I would honestly, I would watch another movie if it was like a buddy cop between him and his son again, and yes. they're teaming up against another terrorist organization. Absolutely. Nick this is kind of like what we talked about. Up. Didn't we suggest the Sam Elliott Nick Nolte buddy cop movie? 
Yeah, I think we did actually. Yeah, we got a taste of what it could be, and it was amazing. <sighs> like after talking about it again and remembering all the Nick Nolte bits, and it's not just because it's Nick Nolte; it was genuinely funny and well done. Yeah, I do like this better than Olympus Has Fallen, but for the wrong reasons. It's not a better action <laughs> yeah. movie, but I laugh my ass off with everything Nick Nolte did. Yeah. Fuck him. <laughs> uh, God. Um. So not related. Uh, this is really odd, and I I was noticing this, and it's one of those things where I'm not sure if it's purposeful, but the more I thought about it, the more I saw the things that I was noticing. I don't know if that makes any sense. Right. There's like a phenomenon where like, as soon as you notice one thing, you start seeing it everywhere, you know? Yes. Yeah. You start uh, driving like a silver car and then you see silver cars everywhere. Yeah. And they're all silver. Everything's silver. Uh, actually... <laughs> and then you go blind. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's really weird. Uh, so I noticed, I made a whole list. I noticed a lot of Dark Knight trilogy similarities in these in this movie, and I don't remember if there's in the other movies, actually. Really? But the more I, I thought about it, the more similarities I started finding. And I have a whole list. I, it's like more yes. than, it's like more than eight. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> eight and a half. I'm excited. So there's this. a, starting off, there's a doctor scene at the beginning, you know, where he's like checking in with a doctor. And the doctor's like, what do you do for a living? Because he's noticing all the different things that are wrong with him. And it's like the scene, I think it's in the Dark Knight or Dark Knight Rises, where he's like, what do you do? Or like, what do you want to go do? And it's like talking about going spelunking or whatever. Yes. You know, do you remember that? Yes. Uh, but he asked him a very similar question where he's like, what do you do? And he's like, I'm a computer salesman or something. I think that's what he says in this movie. Yeah. So I was like, all right. So I, part of me thinks that they just were like, oh, everyone likes the dark night. <laughs> so we'll just uh, borrow a couple of things. Let me just keep going. Get Morgan Freeman in here. Um, <laughs> so there's a semi truck chase. So I was like, well, they better flip it. And he flips it onto its side. Doesn't really count. Uh, the terrorists are very similar to Batman because they have all the technology in the world. Yes. And they like hack his headlights out in that one scene. <laughs> yeah. Uh, he calls, um, who does? Uh, the guy, on his friend, whatever his friend's name is, the evil friend. Yeah. The... Calls banning a necessary evil. Ah. Uh, of course, as right. I mentioned, of course, as I mentioned. Necessary evil. Do you feel in charge? <laughs> uh, as I mentioned just a second ago, Morgan Freeman. Oh, uh, nice. There's a creepy guy that looks like a clown with greasy hair and a weird voice. <laughs> Nick Nolte. And there's a hospital evacuation slash explosion. Yes. From the Dark Knight. Uh, Nick Nolte says, go mobile when talking about his future plans at the end. Time he plans to go mobile. To go, time to go mobile. <laughs> and the titles of the movie, Angel Has Fallen Next to The Dark Knight Rises. Ooh. <laughs> I was just like, this can't keep going. And then it did. And I was like, I, is this purposeful? And I was like, I don't know. And then at and of the course, end of The Dark Knight Rises, when Bruce Banner, nope. Banner and Banning. Ba ba hey. Look at that. Hey. <laughs> when Bruce Wayne is floating in an isolation tank and then goes, all right, I'm going to pee in here. <laughs> ah, the Batman voice is similar to Nick Nolte's. Yeah. You swear to me. Where are they? Swear to you, to me, to <laughs> humanity. Where are the detonators? <laughs> Under yeah. the fucking leaves, what do you think? <laughs> he uncovers his old truck and goes, this isn't a car. <laughs> what is it that he says, though, when he's like, does she go fast? He's like, she likes the tires. 
Yeah, something like I that. Was like, I was like, I don't like, know what that um, means. Yeah, I don't either. Don't all cars like tires? Because how else are they going to move? Uh, <laughs> what else was I? I don't remember what else I was going to say. Very good comparison, uh, though. I didn't catch all that. All right, I do have a question, though. Uh, okay. So, does Gerard <laughs> Butler in this movie have an American accent or a Scottish accent? Because he has a really tough time not having a Scottish accent. He has an <laughs> accent. That's all that matters. He has a yes. voice, and it makes sounds. And words come out of it that I can understand. <laughs> and really, at the end of the day, uh, yeah, yeah, he's he's very very Scottish. That man. Is this the kind of stuff that people said about Sean Connery during his peak, where they like this guy is terrible at playing in Henry he didn't Jones? Tr- he didn't even try. I know, like he wasn't even trying to hide it. He's like, like you're gonna pay Junior. me all that money, or you're gonna worry about my accent. <laughs> He's like, Junior, come in here and sit down and have some hoggish with me. We're gonna sing the Star Spangled Banner, and I'll play it with you on me bagpipe. <laughs> 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 Sounds like someone strangling cats. <laughs> uh, yeah. At least Gerard Butler is trying. Uh, yeah. I, I've heard that like people say that people from other countries say that the. American accent is tough. I I could imagine that it it's could not hard be. for me. I don't. Well, yeah. No, listen <laughs> to me. I'm speaking right now. Look how hard this is. This is uh, simple. <laughs> but I mean, we speak it every day. I couldn't analyze our own accents because it's like yeah. you know you don't think you have an accent. Yeah. Because you hear it all the time. Exactly. It's all about you, isn't it's it? Me, me, me. <laughs> this is America, isn't it? Aren't I the center <laughs> of the universe? And it may have fallen in the movie, but it hasn't fallen in real life, even though it kind of actually has on the <laughs> inside. Even though they present us as in shambles, jokes on them. We're in shambles. <laughs> <laughs> it's a double fake out, except we faked you out uh, on the fake out part, and it's actually true. And uh, help us. <laughs> <laughs> um, but there are some... We talked about I don't know. There's some there's some good stuff in this movie. Um, yeah, uh, Nick Nolte. We already Nick said Nolte, that. <laughs> and that's it. That concludes my TED talk. Uh, some of the action is good. Uh, I think it's a decent overall. This is like a decent kind of like popcorn film, like action film. Yeah. Like if your parents are watching it on TV, it's not like, and what's going on? What happened in these previous movies? It's like like. Bunch of stuff fell. Watch the movie. <laughs> <laughs> stuff. A lot of stuff was very, really high, and now it's a little bit lower than it was uh, before. I don't know why they're from New York. I was gonna say, hey, why don't you go get me a pastrami sandwich? At first, they was in, uh, they was in DC, and DC was way up here, and now it's down here. And they then they went the to London, flag. probably. <laughs> yeah, and the bridge was up here, and now it's down here, and now <laughs> there's a, a big angel up here, and he's way up in heaven, and now he's down here. It isn't heaven no more. It's not heaven. I don't know what it is. So you could say things are pretty tense right now. A lot of drones. <laughs> Part of me thought the Mysterio was behind all this. Oh, yeah. There was like a mysteriously high amount of drones in this film. And by Mysterio, I mean Chris Terrio. Chris the writer, Terrio. <laughs> the writer from Batman v Superman and Rise of Skywalker. Why? Because it wasn't good? <laughs> Hit me with an explosive drone, would you? Just put me out of my misery. There are a lot of bombs in this, and his movie <laughs> bombed. 
boom, there goes another one. <laughs> that sounded like Star Wars. <laughs> There's your script. There's your script. There's your script. <laughs> this guy is relentless. Oh. Looks like Chris Terrio's behind us. <laughs> uh, <laughs> no, that's not worth uh, talking about. I will say that the final fight scene uh, between Gerard Butler and the bad guy, he we haven't said his name one I don't know time in this. I don't know what it is either, but anyway, the bad guy. Johnny bad guy. Uh, Batty McVillain face. Bad man. Another similarity to Batman. I, <laughs> I actually John, John Badman. <laughs> I actually grunted during their fight. When he got him under the armpit, I go, <sighs> ooh. <laughs> <laughs> well, I like, he, felt that. I don't, uh, okay, this is where I don't know, like, that could be actually, oh, I mean, if I got stabbed in the armpit, you better believe I'm sitting my ass down. uh, (laughs) I think there's a, as much as I hate saying this out loud, I think there's a main artery under there. That's what I was wondering. I I feel like there probably was, but like, I don't know, I thought this guy was like saying that he was a lion and that he was so like ferocious and he would do anything to accomplish his task. But then as soon as Gerard Butler stabs him in his armpit, he's just like, I'm done. No, he means like, he's like, I got stabbed. Hey. I'm lying down. <laughs> yeah, I'm a lying down. <laughs> Forever. Um, yeah, he's like, I'm glad it was you. Yeah, and then he's like, we're lions. And Gerard Butler's like, yeah, man, brothers for life. I'd be like, no, kiss my ass, dude. You tried to yeah, kill the president and bitch. blame it you on me. To, yeah. And then my family. You tried, you cut off the president's head. Uh, <laughs> why did he kill no, everybody? Really, why? Why did he kill everybody? <laughs> he just wanted a military contact, contract, and he's like, I'm going to go insane now. <laughs> yeah, they did a lot of shooting. I will say in that, that final scene, like, of course, one, of course there's a rooftop battle Yes. at the end. And then two, uh, I actually thought when they, they both pulled their knives at the same time, I thought that was actually a really cool shot. I like that. I was that. like, oh, that's well done. It was kind of like that uh, moment of silence for the Black Widow movie. Uh, the Black Widow movie in the trailer <laughs> where they both pull out guns or something. Maybe they both throw guns at each other at the same time. They both time. pull out Black Widows. They've just got pockets <laughs> full of spiders. <laughs> ah! <laughs> I they left the theater they immediately. <laughs> they weren't trying to pull out spiders. They expected it to be a gun. They're like, holy oh, shit! <laughs> oh, that myself. would be, again, like the Spider-Man spider-pie power. That would be a very effective power if I were Black Widow. Just throwing spiders at people. <laughs> if I were Hydra, I wouldn't want anything to do with that. They're if like I were Thanos, thing. I'd be like, nope. Here, take the gauntlet. He's like insect. Oh my god! <laughs> Does whatever a spider can. Creepy crawlers. Uh, but yeah, I was like, like him getting stabbed. I just watched um, Lord of the Rings recently, dude. The first one, The huh? Fellowship of the Ring, and I was like, but really, yeah, he gets stabbed once, but then Boromir. Spoiler alert takes three arrows, like giant arrows, to the chest and keeps fighting. I was like, I don't know, maybe he could have gone for a little bit more, but no, they just wanted to sit and have a nice little little chat. <laughs> I did like how... Favorite animal. He's like, yeah. You ever seen Lion King? <laughs> <laughs> I'm Mufasa. <laughs> Roar. <laughs> and I liked how they both pulled their knives at the same time because that kind of, to me, that harkened to Tarkin back to them both being in the military. And having the same and they training. had knives. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And they both go, knife to know you at the same time. <laughs> and then they go, oh, lions. <laughs> hey, double finger guns at each other. <laughs> and they pull out sunglasses and then credits roll as the uh, intro to CSI Miami plays. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> CSI Angel? I don't know. CSI um, Lion Ami. <laughs> um, God, I had one more thing. Oh, speaking of throwing guns at each other, I like how uh, he throws a gun at him. He runs out of ammo and just throws yeah. a gun at the guy. That he happened. Was like, I was like, hey, that's Tom Sizemore's bit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I thought of the same thing. Just, you're like holding your butt because that's where he got shot. <laughs> Army said that's a one in a million shot, but I ain't never seen none of that money. <laughs> yeah, I I found myself. I've gotten to the point where I'm watching action movies and I'm like, it's fake because they're hiding behind ductwork. And the bullets aren't yeah. going through it. And I was like, do you know how thin ductwork is? <laughs> it's got to be made of at least several layers of ducks to block that many bullets. <laughs> the fires and just feathers shoot out of it. The, the bad guy's like, what the fuck? <laughs> is that a duck? <laughs> what the duck? <laughs> <laughs> Look at all those chickens. <laughs> That's a meme reference. Um... All right, you want to get right into this? So Let's as we said, it. we did not watch the previous movie, but we've watched this movie. So now uh, the aim of this is to then go back and then... Uh, retroactively. Yes, retroactively figure out what happened in the previous film, which is London has fallen and it can't get up. <laughs> um, I don't know how we want to do this. <laughs> this is uncharted territory, <laughs> like going to London. Um, and falling. And starting out at a higher point and then uh, ending up at a, a much lower point than you were previously. Don't forget to drop the flag. Yes. Um, <laughs> oh. I was like, I can go. You can go. I don't know who wants to go. Uh, I'll go. You just you watch, just watch me, me go. <laughs> <laughs> Alrighty. So I've got like a page and a half synopsis of uh, oh my gosh. The London Bridge has fallen down. I tried to make it a sign of the times. I looked up one thing for this movie, and that okay. was what year it came out. And I was like, that's <clears throat> that's important. So 2012? 2016. Ah, I was four years off. I didn't realize it was even that new. When I saw 2016, I was like, well, I'll be damned. That's newer than I expected it to be. But uh, here we go. London Bridge has fallen down. A Secret right. Service agent, Mike Banning, and his wife, Leah, go on vacation to London. And while there, they run into President Aaron Eckhart and his son, Connor. Just at, in London. Just in London. It's just a chance happening okay. at the old uh, Big Ben. They just... yeah. <laughs> At the top of Big Ben, they run into each other. At the six. Yes. <laughs> they decide this to do is... a pub crawl through downtown London. And they hire Very a good. shady Uber driver portrayed by Javier Bardem. Very famous Ooh, in 2016. Yes. And they leave Connor at the hotel. It turns out oh, that Javier Bardem is working closely with a British terrorist organization called, the, six. called the Brown Trousers. <laughs> Good joke. Yes, cheerio. <laughs> Tip top. Uh, they down with are. Humanity? <laughs> Actually, they're not, not down with huma humanity, but they're hell bent on killing President Eckhart. Well, uh, yeah. <laughs> the uh, Uber driver and company meet with rush hour traffic on London Bridge. Traffic is locked oh. to a dead stop when 75 uh -oh. Humvees come screaming God. out of the River Thames and form a barricade <laughs> on both ends of the bridge. Huh. The terrorists pour out of the aquatic vehicles, and they're led by the leader of the brown trousers, Mick McMack, portrayed by Christoph Paddywhack. <laughs> Mick McMack Paddywhack. He has a dog with him. Give the flag a bone. <laughs> <laughs> Give the flag a throw. <laughs> <laughs> he tosses it down. 
they open fire. Javier Bardem attempts to kill the president, but Mike Banning subdues him, crashing the car, sending it teetering over the edge of the bridge, killing not just Bardem, but also Mike's wife. I was like, but the president's wife again. <laughs> His second wife. <laughs> that, that's, a, that's important because Mike can't help but realize that he's responsible for the death of both the president's wife oh, no. in Olympus Has Fallen and It Can't Get Up and his own wife in London Bridge Has Fallen Down. But she's that's portrayed by Radha Mitchell. I don't know if you noticed we had a change in lineup. Our actresses who played um, Mike Banning's wife are different. We went from Radha was, Mitchell didn't notice to and P- wasn't going to notice. P- <laughs> in the new one. <laughs> of course, all of this, uh, Mike Banning explains outright directly into the camera. <laughs> Hello, viewers, he says. They're not even courteous enough to do a voiceover f- distorted phone conference like we got in the in this one. <laughs> yeah. Don't worry, this is long-winded, but I'm near the end. Some shit blows up, and the terrorists are killed one by one by Banning, <laughs> while the president spends his time stealing car stereos from the cars on the bridge. <laughs> it's going to make money somehow. Hey, that's important. There is a final oh, okay. showdown between Banning and the head terrorist, who has now been changed out to be played by Jeremy Irons, because Christoph Waltz had to, uh, scheduling conflicts for the new James Bond movie. And just before Irons delivers a striking death blow, he's shot. And the camera pans, and we reveal that it's Banning's wife, covered in <gasps> seaweed and wielding a machine My gun. God. <laughs> and, and now she's played by Piper Perabu, so that's when they made the switch up. It was during oh. the last movie, not between. That's, yeah, that seems pretty seamless. Before she fires the final death blow, she says, it's just been revoked. (laughs) As they ride off into the sunset, the president (laughs) makes the decision to sell his treasure trove of car stereos and live in wealth. He resigns and leaves the presidency to Morgan Freeman for some reason. And the film ends as a liquid British flag falls in slow motion toward the camera. Wow. That's that's my rendition of London has fallen. Good show, old <laughs> chap. I'm not saying that I, I cr- tried to cram all the most famous actors into it, but I was surprisingly short on Nick Nolte. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know. <laughs> he doesn't show up until this one, so I was like, oh, I can't. I can't put him in there. That was – you set the scene well. It was good. I felt like I was watching it. Well, if... Mine is much less wordy. <laughs> I, I will say if – I ain't as good as the words as you is. <laughs> but... It's that American accent. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> I will say though, if if the actual London Bridge has fallen, if we ever watch it, is anything short of what we will be reading tonight, I will it will be pan retrospectively by us critics. Yes. Now, and I will write them the final curtain. Let's hear your rendition of London has fallen. Yes, London has fallen. <laughs> Scene set, location, London. It's way up there. Way up. It's above much other normal places. Um, yes, there's a terrorist organization. I don't know what they're called. Uh, terrorist organization. Organization. Is it the Brown Trousers? Um, they could be. I don't <laughs> name them, so they could be linked. <laughs> it, it, you know, it doesn't matter. Um, so this terror organization takes over Big Ben and sets the clock back an hour. Is it the same group from the first? I don't know. Probably the Brown Trousers. So they set the <laughs> clock back an hour. Uh, the terrorists, for some reason, they make a statement that they will rule England and probably the world. And that the world needs to get with the times and live with the future. What does that mean? Not quite sure. It's action, Um, Lingo. It's badass. So Gerard Butler obviously jumps to the occasion. He's probably vacationing in London. Uh, Doesn't matter. Um, So he steals a double-decker bus and ramps it into Big Ben. (laughs) 
because that's where the terrorists are. <laughs> so he gets in there, but it's not over. He's got to fight his way up, and he never reloads. The terrorists have miniguns in every single cart of that one London Ferris wheel and fire on Big Ben. I don't know the logistics of this. <laughs> I don't know if they're close, how far away, even if it's facing in the same direction. doesn't matter. It's an action movie. Um, that's obviously... It doesn't matter because it's part of the Has Fallen um, line of movies. Uh, Morgan Freeman shows up and joins him. Is it Morgan Freeman, the actor, or the guy that he plays? You be the judge. Um, Butler asks him what took so long, and then Freeman replies, It took me a while to find a parking spot. The scene cuts to Air Force One parked in front of Big Ben. Just in the middle of the road. Uh, and he narrates what's happening in real time. Because that's what he do. That's what the Morgan Freeman do. <laughs> So they finally make it to the top, and they fight the bad guy, who is just Dylan McDermott with a British accent and a monocle. And he <laughs> uh, he's also just holding a cup of tea throughout the fight. Uh, <laughs> he beats him by uh, making his monocle fall out by surprising him with some sort of thing. I don't even know. I didn't even bother. And I'll write that. An off-color joke. <laughs> yeah, he's like, good heavens! If, it falls out and he can't see. Uh, Butler tells him then to give up. And McDermott pulls out a detonator, knowing that all is lost. He's going to blow up Big Ben so nobody in all of England will know what time it is, causing mild panic. So he hits the button and tells Butler that he has one minute. Uh, Butler and Freeman jump out of Big Ben and parachute down with a British flag that Butler bought at a gift store or something at the beginning, probably. Um and, of course, he doesn't look at the explosion, and Freeman narrates it for him. Uh, but, catch here, is the explosion misfires and only blows up, like, the middle portion of Big Ben. So the top just kind of falls down on top of the rest. It's still standing upright, but it's slightly crooked. Uh, the British government then just props it up with some two-by-fours and calls it a day. Um, so then they rename it Slightly Smaller Ben, and Butler receives a medal, probably. Chewbacca does not, and is directed by George Lucas. <laughs> And scene. <laughs> I enjoy all of the probablys or in somethings. <laughs> Listen, uh, I know my audience. It doesn't matter. I I am absolutely a fan of Dylan McDermott, just with the British accent and a monocle and a cup of tea. I forgot he was the villain in the first one. <laughs> Didn't oh. see that one coming. Oh, that's brilliant. <laughs> Oh my gosh! Yeah, I had a lot of fun doing that. That was good. I like that. I like how we both kind of took the James Bond route with a lot of it. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, it's like James Bond, but just don't ask any more questions than you need to, and that's what you get from exactly. these. Like, has fallen. It's like, who are the villains? Yeah, it doesn't matter. <laughs> Why do they have all this tech? Don't ask that question. Uh, yeah, that was a problem that we had with the first one. They're like, who's this villain? And Gerard Butler turns and looks at the camera at random times, and he goes, "I told." No one's asked. He just goes, "I told you, he's the number one villain, and we have a history." I'm like, oh, I let thanks. the president's wife die. <laughs> <laughs> Don't you get it? Yeah, so there were surprisingly few mentions of the president's wife dying in this film. Yeah, not enough. That's that's going to be one of my gripes. <laughs> they didn't mention it nearly enough. They do play it up pretty heavy, though. That like he's like. He's this gruffled, you know, oh, yeah. uh, Secret Service guy who's seen some things and he's dealing with some some hard stuff. <laughs> I will say one really good moment in this movie that I did like was when Morgan Freeman offers him the job and he takes it and he goes, that's what I was afraid of. And he's like, that look. I like that part. I was like, that was pretty good. I, I'm a fan of that. And it's 
just because it was Morgan Freeman, I'm sure, but it was still well done. Well, well done. Um, my favorite Morgan Freeman line, and I actually, I freaking called it seconds before he said it, <laughs> what is like, uh, whatever they do, Mr. Blue from Incredible Hulk, what's it, something Nelson? Oh, Tim yeah. Tim Blake Nelson was like, oh, how you feeling today? And he's like, oh, today I'm feeling presidential <laughs> <laughs> called it absolutely called it I was like you you guys aren't uh aren't really uh pulling out all the stops on your writing are you? <laughs> i was also a fan of what he was like i thought about keeping you on board just to <laughs> you for the next few years <laughs> that would have been fantastic something about morgan freeman saying the f word is just so invigorating <laughs> the next four years well i'll only be 82 <laughs> My favorite line from Oh Brother Where Art Thou. I would love to splice dialogue from that over what Tim Blake Nelson says in this. Oh, that would be we brilliant. You was a toad. <laughs> or a frog or whatever. Whenever the president comes out and he's like, Hello, Mr. Vice President. We thought you was a toad. Do not seek the treasure. <laughs> oh. All right, I've got a uh, loaded question for you. Loaded like a like an assault rifle. That doesn't run out of bullets. That's right. <laughs> Hold, please. We're doing the lighting round first. Oh, shit. That's right. Hey, you've got questions for me yeah. first. <laughs> so, to start off, the Nick Nolte lightning round. Oh, yes. Uh, if you were a visitor to the United States and you just got off the plane and learned that Mike Banning lived there, would you immediately turn around and go home? Mmm. <laughs> All he does... Is blow up everything. I was going to say, he's like the real demolition man. I mean, <laughs> he really is. He just does his job and things get demolished. I, I would turn around and go back home if I was considering running for a political office because everybody who oh, surrounds yeah. themselves with Mike Banning is an immediate target. Um, oh, God, yeah. I would be more tempted to where if I got off the plane and found out this is the country that made the fallen series then i would get back on the plane come on just do one of these i'm gonna do a 180 and we're just gonna go on back. what's that what's that they made that here it's like the chris farley columbian decapitated crystal is like they made olympus is falling here what you what? son of a bitch <laughs> you lied to me uh they made they made those here here those movies in the free world here and people paid money to watch them the budget yeah, was it. lower than the box office. Can we back this plane up? <laughs> back her up? Fly it off in reverse? <laughs> you could just drive it right into the pier. We don't even need to fly. I'll float home. That's okay. Yeah, I got plenty of time. Plenty <laughs> of time. Anyway, question number two. <laughs> Do you think they'll ever make a fourth one of these? Actually. And go ahead. if so, what do you think it'll be about? All right, yes, because that's something that I pondered myself. I know that they are making more of these. They play in five movies, I think, and... Dear God. Hold on to your hat, because... I am firmly grasping it. Hider! <laughs> it's not going anywhere! <laughs> but, sir, my head hurts. <laughs> Butter your bacon! Uh, they are not only making, I think, two more films. I think they wanted a total of five films, but a series... They, like a TV like series? a TV series of this, so yeah, you do do some reading mm. up on that because it sounds interesting. If it doesn't have like a buddy buddy film in there with Nick Nolte and Gerard, well, hell, Nick Nolte oh, and yeah. literally anybody else, then I don't yeah. give a shit. But so yes, I do think they are making more. 
if they make the next one, what do I think it's going to be about? This is essentially like what we just did, where it's like make up a movie for the second one. Yeah. But I, I guess realistically, what do you what do you think? What's going to fall do? this time? America. There's a lot of stuff that's up. We've got stuff in the air still. Yeah. What? what but yeah. What do you do? You think the things that are in the air are going to come down? Angel is balling, and it's like Air Bud, but with Gerard Butler. Angel has ballin'. There we go. And it's got Kareem Abdul-Jabbar as, like, his mentor. It's, it's still, like, Gerard Butler, like, on the floor, like, dribbling the ball. But then whenever he goes up to dunk, they're just using shots from Air Bud. So it cuts to a dog dunking. And then Gerard Butler comes down. And he's like, yeah, I did it. I dunked a basket thing. I'm so good at this. Look at how good I am at playing basketball. I'm American. It'd be... <laughs> Let's all go out for the paint and haggish tonight. And he pulls out a knife. <laughs> he stabs the opponent in the armpit. Oh, gosh, that made me cringe so much. Which is easier to do because they're wearing jerseys. <laughs> it's just bare skin. Uh, oh, this is morbid. Yeah, I don't like that. <laughs> yeah, I think it's going to be a sports movie. <laughs> it's it'll In all honesty, it'll probably it like, be a national, like, a, a, a National Park or, like, a natural landmark. Or shouldn't it be called, like, Ballin' Has Fallen? Ballin' is Ballin' and Fallen. He's like, I ain't got no time for stuff to be fallen because I'm too busy ballin'. And it's also dun, Sean dun, 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 dun. <laughs> <laughs> Then the credits roll. <laughs> it's, like, uh, seven seconds long. <laughs> you don't know where else they could go unless it's, like, a UN or, like, the world has fallen. Or they go to the moon, and it's, like, the moon has fallen. And stars, maybe it really does. The stars have the moon, fallen. Literally falls into the earth and everyone dies at the end. <laughs> Unless they go to Mars. I think you're just describing like... events that are going to occur for the remainder of 2020. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the only person that can save us is Gerard Butler. We're like, we're screwed. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll get Nick Nolte on the case. <laughs> Speaking of Nick Nolte, I just imagine him going around his, their house, uh, you know, like uh, Gerard Butler and his wife's house. Just outside, he's just wandering around the yard, just muttering to himself where he can put explosives, and just I can put explosive here. <laughs> if I grab the wire, I'm through here. I can put it Shuffling about, there's like a p- bunch of piles of leaves scattered throughout the yard. Their little kid goes to run towards it. He's like, "Tell her to stay away from those leaves. Stay out of the <laughs> leaves." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> They're inside eating dinner, just the three adults. They hear, what was that? Was that Lacey or whatever the kid's name is? I don't know. (laughs) Excuse me. (laughs) This is delicious breakfast you've made. (laughs) Oh, pardon me. (laughs) The house is rattling. Excuse me. Must be the damn squirrels. (laughs) I'll have to excuse myself. I think that I left my random body parts on the lawn. (laughs) I like how he introduces himself. To the wife, just after he stabbed someone and, like, killed another guy. And I'm like, is that how Nick Nolte introduces himself to everyone? It would have been great if he just walked away. If, like, he stabs him and he's like, good day, ma'am. <laughs> just wait, shuffles. who are you? All oh, right, I think we're related. <laughs> he's like, oh, wait, no, this is this is the house. Okay, good. I've been to, like, five different places before this and stabbed, like, 12 people. Oh, right, I'm in a movie. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I gotta bring up, since I've been doing the Nick Nolte voice, my pop filter is covered in spit. (laughs) 
That's uh, that's the sacrifice you're willing to make. It's like Gerard Butler's Nick face when he's across from Nick Nolte. <laughs> that's true. They had to like he had to sign like a waiver where it's like I acknowledge that I will be covered in Nick <laughs> Nolte's saliva by the end. Some of it on accident, some of it on purpose. He's reading that out loud in the distance, and Nick Nolte's like, "It doesn't matter how far apart we are, either." <laughs> the doctors don't know how to explain it. Some scientists say it doesn't apply to the laws of physics. <laughs> I blame the Hulk. <laughs> oh, man. Anyway, let's let's move it on down. Move it on down the line here. Uh, what? Let's get on to our rating scale. Wait, was that the all three questions? Oh no, I missed one. <laughs> Whoops. What would you What would you title Nick Nolte's memoir? Oh my goodness! Wait, wait. His character in this, or his actual memoir? Mm, his actual one, because he's that one's more interesting. <laughs> Man, because in this movie he's writing a memoir. Exactly. So yeah. That's why I asked the question. There's the connection. I'm not gonna lie. I yes. forgot about the memoir. Uh, if regardless of whether he titled it himself or someone else suggested a title, I think the title of Nick Nolte's memoir would be "Gravel and Cigarettes." He's my two favorite things. My favorite meal, my favorite bed, my best friends. <laughs> my two favorite meals. <laughs> what I smell like. <laughs> I'd be surprised. I almost think it would be like, life is called like, life is like a box of headless birds. <laughs> it's awesome. And I want all of them. <laughs> and I want yours. You can't eat just one. <laughs> It, like, doesn't even make sense with the life portion of it. He just focuses on the birds. Life is like a lot of big box of headless birds. I like to eat them. Can he just one bird or one box of birds? <laughs> it depends on the day. <laughs> All right. So out of five Morgan Freeman soul patches, what would you rate... Uh, Chris Angel has fallen. <laughs> um, I'll probably go like two and a half. Morgan Freeman soul patches, which is funny. I read, like I just thought of it because we just did Attack of the Clones, so I'm like, is this better than Attack of the Clones? Yeah. I'm like, well, I hate to say it, but I think it is. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I think it held my attention a little bit more. Plus, Nick Nolte. If Nick Nolte was in Star, well, he is in Star Wars. If he was more in Star Wars. If like, he was, if he looked like Nick Nolte. It, if he was a star that was warring, I could see him being the guy in the bar who says he doesn't like you. I don't like Count you du- either. He's picturing Count Dooku. <laughs> your birds, please. I mean, your sores. <laughs> Hang on, I'll get it. Just uh, give me a minute. <laughs> Unless you've got birds, I'll take those. But. <laughs> Surely you can do better. <laughs> it's obvious that this contest can't be decided by our knowledge of the force, but by our skills with a bird. <laughs> Man, that hurts. Um, <laughs> yeah, I'll go right in the middle. I'll go two and a half. All right. Uh, it's a decent film. It's, it's a, you know, it's kind of a fun action film. It's a lot. It's really cliche, but yeah. Nick Nolte, Nick Nolte, Nick Nolte. That's all I have to say. <laughs> I cannot get out of my head. Ah, 
Well, to you, I ask, out of five uh, pee-filled Nick Nolte pools, <laughs> what would yes. you give this particular film? <laughs> uh, I'm going to have to agree with you that this is a two-and-a-half-er, two-and-a-half pee-filled Nick Nolte pools. Uh, man, it it's not just because we've got this whole Nick Nolte fair going on. Uh, he genuinely was great in this movie. And yeah. his character with Gerard Butler's character were fantastic. Morgan Freeman was great. Tim Blake Nelson wasn't used to his full potential, I would say. He's kind of a eh, character. Yeah. But, I mean, it's like I said before, it's like a another version of Die Hard. Cheesy action movie, fun to watch, not a whole lot to offer. Uh, so, yeah, we give that a two and a half P-filled Nick Nolte pools. <laughs> Very good. All right, yeah, I guess let's wrap this sucker up. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think we've pretty much covered everything we want to cover uh, with this movie, which is just Nick Nolte on repeat. <laughs> um, yeah, so we're being we're being told here by our producers to wrap it up. Uh, thanks for listening. Be sure to give us a like and to check out our Instagram, Twitter, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and Anchor accounts. If you'd like to email us, you can at twoidiotspod at gmail.com. So there you go. Thanks, you idiots, and we'll see you next week. See ya. Just two idiots. We're just two idiots.